Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, good morning or afternoon, wherever you are, uh, Grinders. I am your host, Travis Mangone, filling in for Dan Bach for the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. Dan is going to be, uh, he's on his way to Vegas uh, right now. Uh, he's going for the uh, fantasy draft uh, Drew Brees um, thing. So I'm, you know, he's asked uh, asked us to fill him today. So I'm here with the solo pod filling in for Dan for the uh, Friday slate. Uh, it's a really good one. Uh, Friday, June 2nd. Uh, pretty, pretty nice slate that we have today. Tons of stud pitching uh, to look at. So I'm really excited about this slate. I think it's a really good cash game slate, really good tournament slate, all around just a great slate in the industry and tons of great contests going around on many different sites. Uh, Fantasy Draft has a ton of great contests going on uh, today. Uh, they have the uh, you know the $25 home run that they always have. Uh, it's 11k prize pool, $25 and uh, 505 people. Just a nice uh, you know. Like I always say with Fantasy Draft, it's one of those sites that's here to stay. Uh, they've really done a ton for the industry, uh, and they're they're just a great site, and uh, it's great because you can roster. You know, you don't have to roster catchers or second basemen or shortstops. Play guys that you don't want to. You can play like five first basemen if you want. So. Head on over, jump in that $25 home run. If that's a little too much, go in the $5. And if that's not enough, uh, you know, they have $33 ones, $111. They have a ton of them. And uh, uh, other things with Fantasy Draft is they have uh, tons of satellites that you can go into for um, the uh, $55 walk-off they're going to have. That's in 35 days. So, uh, you know, one thing about this site is you're not going to run into, like, the, uh, you know, the top players in the industry as much like, a you know, a Sahil uh, you know, Chipotle, those guys, you know, guys that are mass entering tons of stuff and you, that, you know, you don't, sometimes people want to avoid, they don't want to play in prize pools with them and that's okay. Uh, you head over here, they don't, uh, you know, they, they don't spend as much time on this kind of site. So you can head over there and, you know, if you're trying to win tickets into that walk off, I'm sure they won't be in there too. And it's a pretty good prize pool, a hundred K $55 entry. So try and win tickets for the next 35 days and uh, get in that, uh, you know, it's a really good, Really good contest and just, you know, 10K to first, really nice prize pool that you can do. So, uh, and if you're playing it a ton, uh, you know, you might have a leg up on people who see that prize pool as it, as it gets closer and just decide, hey, let me throw some bullets in. So that's good too. But head over to Fantasy Draft and check that out. But let me get started with the slate now. Like I said, it's a really good slate if you haven't looked at it yet. Man, there's tons of pitching. It's probably one of the most loaded pitching slates of the season, I guess, besides opening day. I, I could be wrong, but I mean, we got... We got Kershaw against Milwaukee, which is just an absolute amazing spot. The only like thing that you are a little upset about is, hey, uh, Milwaukee's a uh, more of a uh, hitter's park, but with uh, you know with him with Kershaw being a lefty and it's more of a hitter's park for lefties, like lefty power. I'm not really worried if uh, if a lefty goes yard on Kershaw. You know, I just. Uh, I just uh, you know fight another day. I'll, I'll go to battle with Kershaw against a lefty anytime. So 
<clears throat> yeah, I, Kershaw is going to be a guy I love. We got a Steven Strasburg against the A's, and we just saw what Kluber did to the A's, and the A's are terrible against right-handed pitching. So uh, we got Dallas Keuchel and Hugh Darvish going up against each other one-on-one. I mean, Texas has been striking out a ton this year. Uh, Hugh Darvish is just an elite uh, strikeout pitcher, but in a matchup that I don't love a ton for strikeouts, Houston just isn't striking out a lot this year. Uh, so yeah, and they're one of like the hottest offenses in the league. It's just a team... I don't know if I'll end up playing Darvish in tournaments, but I'm curious to see what the industry does on that just because he's an elite uh, strikeout upside guy. And you got a Michael Pineda against the Blue Jays. Uh, no, Blue Jay offense has gotten hot, but Pineda is a big strikeout guy. Uh, so, yeah, that's another. There's just tons of pitching here. You got a Jarek, uh, Garrett Cole. Uh, he's another option that you can look at. Rick Porcello. I know some people like playing him. I'm not a huge fan. Michael Fulmer. Uh, he's another guy. There's just so many different options you can go to. So. Uh, this is definitely a slate I like a lot and uh, just so many top tier pitching to look at. So let's get started. Uh, you know, I already started off, but Kershaw, it's clear. I, you know, I said some of the reasons before, but <clears throat> man, Milwaukee just, they strike out the second most of any team on the slate, like, or on the season. Kershaw is just a guy that I'm going to try my best to get in cash games. One reason why I just, you know, of course it's Clayton Kershaw and we want to play him in cash games. And I haven't done a ton of, you know, roster building and construction, you know, trying to get him in and whatnot. But the the key with Kershaw on slates like these is like there's tons of different options that people can take. People could take a Strasburg, a Keiko, and just get cute. And like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And I'm probably just going to take Kershaw. I think that's the route I'm going to end up going. Uh, again, very early. But, oh, uh, yeah, plugging in Kershaw, I have no complaints about that, especially in this matchup. It's such a good matchup for him. Uh, and yeah, just perfect. I love, love Kershaw days. But. Uh, anyways, then Steven Strasburg, I like him a ton too. He's looked really good of recent. I mean, he, he's one of those guys that last year wasn't doing as well. Uh, there was some concerns that he was pitching a contact early in the year, but he's had some really stellar performances recently. Uh, you know, the K percentage is at 27.3%, a swinging strike rate of 11.3, CR at 3.31, just in hard contact of 28.1%, just tons of great stats that you love to see when you're looking at your pitcher. Uh, so yeah, this is a guy I'm definitely, you know, I have a ton of interest in for sure. I think he's a great tournament pivot off of Kershaw if you're getting low ownership. I don't know if you will get a ton lower. We'll have to see, I guess, uh, you know, uh, be on the lookout for Jimino's ownership. I always lean on those and it's just definitely very important. So yeah, just to make sure, uh, you know, obviously Kershaw will probably be the chalkiest, I would assume, but, you know, always depends on roster construction. You might not be able to get in the bats that you like a ton, but on to uh, next pitchers, Dallas Keuchel and you Darvish. Uh, yeah, these are matchups I normally, uh, in tournaments, I normally end up staying away from. I hate, like, just targeting, you know, trying to pick one ace against another. Uh, that's just my personal preference, but, because um, it's just hard to, you know, figure out which one's going to get the win and whatnot, but if I have to lean, I'm going to go Dallas Keuchel. Like, Keuchel's probably the guy I would go to. I think this is a great spot for him against Texas if I had to pick. You Darvish, I get it. He's got the elite uh, strikeout upside, which means he could go under own, but, man, the Astros are just an offense I don't want to, like, go near right now. So, Darvish for me, I, I I think he's well in tournament play just because of the upside he has. He has elite strikeout upside, so he's a guy you should definitely be looking at. But again, uh, you know, I think I would end up going Keuchel if he told me I had to pick one. So yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm leaning right now. I get it. Darvish has a higher K percentage than him, uh, you know, but he's got a higher walk rate. I mean, that's something too. He's got one of the highest on the slate at 10.5 percent. I mean, that's fourth highest on the slate. Jeez, like that, that's just one thing I concern about. I've seen him this year. I've watched a bunch of his starts actually, and like just seen his pitch count get like destroyed and just go so high. Like one time he pitched 133. It's just one of those guys I just, you know, kind of worry a little bit about. I get he's got the upside, but it's just a guy I probably won't end up going. 
Another guy I like is Michael Pineda. Michael Pineda has been unbelievable this year. Uh, he's got an outside swing and strike percentage of 36.2, swing strike rate of 14.2%. I mean, that's the highest on the slate. A K percentage of 27.5%. That's the highest on the slate. Walk rate of 5%. I mean, he's been incredible. Uh, he's just been absolutely awesome this year. Uh, so I be on the lookout, too, with the roof in Toronto. They had the roof uh, open yesterday, which was weird, and it was like in the mid-50s, which made it better pitching weather. So I really like Michael Pineda a ton. I could see on Fantasy Draft doing a Pineda and like a Kershaw combo. You know, I think that's like a really great combination that I might go to battle with. I get a little worried, though, looking at the run total. Uh, you know, when I take my pitchers, I would prefer the run total to be below four looking at Vegas. And they're at a 4.34, and that definitely has some concerns for me. So uh, not saying I'll definitely go that route. You know, going to construct and build and see what value we open up. Like, it's a huge slate. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get some value, I'm sure. But... I just want to see, uh, you know, I think like first look I'm looking at, I like Pineda a lot. Uh, I just think it's, you know, he's just been so elite this year. It's been great. So he seems like a great SP too. But again, um, it's it's going to be a tough decision because I like a guy like Keiko Moore, but he's like, you know, almost 5K more on fantasy draft. So just just uh, Michael Pineda, that savings is pretty nice. So definitely have some interest in that. Uh, and we got Michael Fulmer against the White Sox. The White Sox are an offense we've been attacking, especially with right-handed pitching this year. I, I think it's a fine option, but it's just somewhere I won't probably end up going. Does not seem like a route that I'll take. Uh, I'm not a huge Fulmer fan. I think he's a good pitcher, uh, like a real-life pitcher more so. Fantasy, I just never end up taking him. He's got some good numbers. A low walk percentage of 5.4. Uh, Sierra of 3.96. Love seeing that. Outside swinging strike percentage is pretty high too, a 33.1%, which is great against a team like the White Sox who can swing and miss a ton. So yeah, I, I could see going him. I see the merit, but there's on fantasy draft, there's a cheaper option I like more. Uh, I definitely like Garrett Cole more, have interest in him against the Mets. Uh, I get it. The Mets, you know, he just had a game against them and he got roughed up a little bit. And one thing I don't love doing is going back to the well on a on a pitcher who just faced that team, I it always favors the hitters more. So that has me a little bit concerned. But for a price savings of 15K on fantasy draft, I'm definitely interested. I'm intrigued uh, for sure. He's a decent tournament option. But again, I do worry about that uh, for sure at times. So yeah, that's something to uh, something to note as well. So yeah, Garrett Cole, I think he's an interesting option. Uh, Rick Porcello, I never play this guy. I mean, he's just I'm not a big believer in him, but I get it. Uh, if you know the the Orioles are a team that can strike out a ton, but uh, I more so like to take like left-handed pitching against them. And like man, they just like kind of roughed up uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, and uh, you know Eduardo Rodriguez has been really good this year. So I think it's just like this time where I'm not looking to attack the Baltimore offense. I'm going to stay away. And Porcello just has a huge hard hit percentage of 42.5. Uh, it's just not a spot I'm looking to play. I, I rarely play Porcello and does not seem like he'll be a guy that's on the winning tournament roster. I'm just a guy I don't want in my cash game. So Rick Porcello is a guy I will not be playing. Jake Odorizzi, I, I think you could play him as a tournament play. Uh, I don't think he's a terrible option to go to. Uh, and then you got guys down here that I don't love a ton. Um, you know, a Josh Tomlin. I I think there's merit to it. Uh, Tomlin's pitched really well this year. I think there's merit to it just because it's the Royals. Like, it's just plain and simple. This is one of those offenses where I'm just like, oh, who are the Royals playing? I definitely have to have some interest in that guy. So, uh, you know, Tomlin has been okay this year. I, you know, 4.00 Sierra, hard hit percentage of 33.2. Uh, you know, he's got a K percentage. Of, that's not, I'm not in love with this K percentage of 16.7. But again, it's the Royals. They trick out a ton. So, uh, you know. 
I think you could do it, but it just does not seem like a guy that I would end up playing. Uh, I'd rather just play Garrett Cole for 300 more. Uh, then you got German Marquez. I think he's another guy for 300 less. I like him a ton against San Diego. We love targeting San Diego. Marquez has been good. Uh, you know, the past three games, his game uh, has four games actually. His game log. White Sox hit a 35.6 in fantasy draft. Uh, 15.65 against uh, Minnesota wasn't the greatest. But then Philly 20.9, and then St. Louis 17.35. I mean, he's just he's had some really nice starts, and this is just a perfect spot for uh, him. You know, San Diego is just the perfect spot. We just saw um, we just saw Matt Harvey, who uh, well, I'll get to. He's for 12.4k. We saw him put up 19. 0.05 against San Diego. That was one of his best outings of the year, honestly. Uh, at least in like you know, probably like the last month or so. Uh, you know, he's had some better outings, but yeah, this is, that was one of his better ones. And you know, he didn't even pitch that great. So I, I think Marquez is, is at this time definitely pitching better than Matt Harvey. And I think I definitely have some interest in Marquez in this matchup. Uh, so yeah, and it's in a it's a huge park upgrade. You have to keep that in mind. I mean, he's not in course. They're in San Diego. So uh, I like Marquez a lot. I think he's a really good tournament option to consider. I think he'd even consider it in cash games if you wanted. So Marquez is a guy. Uh, I wonder if he ends up ends up becoming a, uh, a that that sexy chalky play that people talk about all day because that that can happen with San Diego guys going up against San Diego. So I'm curious if that ends up happening. <coughs> Another guy, Ty Blatch. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Ty Blatch, and this is a huge park downgrade. He's going into Philly. I get we're like, you know, Phillies and offense, we're not really trying to, uh, you know, we're not really, tr- we, we would like to target with pitchers. Like, they're just not good um, this year right now. They're striking out a ton, but they do have, uh, you know, they are swinging the bat. Like, you know, when they are getting the ball in the bat, they are kind of hitting it pretty hard <laughs> and pretty far. Got a, a nice ISO um, this year as a team. So, Blatch's also a guy has got a 5.27 Sierra. Uh, and, I mean, he's, ERA is about like 3.81. So, I mean, I definitely expect some negative regression coming from him. I think he's been getting, definitely been getting lucky in a lot of the parks that he has pitched in. I think that's something that, you know, is pretty clear, uh, has been in his favor. So, yeah, uh, this is just a spot, like, I think it's a great spot to, uh, you know, target some Phillies bats, maybe for cheap to pair with Kershaw if, you know, we have some faith in the Phillies bats. It's, I don't have a ton of faith, but I mean, hey, they have a pretty, uh, they have a pretty decent run total, 4.38, and they are the favorites. So, uh, in that small ballpark, I don't think it's a terrible option because we're looking for some cheap bats to pair with Kershaw. So, I'm not saying maybe go the full Philly stack onslaught, right? Like five Phillies. Now, I'm, I don't think that's the route, but maybe just pair with a Cameron Rupp, a Tommy Joseph, you know, like, just like sprinkle in some guys, uh, some of that righty power. I don't think that's a terrible route, like an Althea. I don't think that's a terrible way to go. Uh, then we got JC Ramirez, uh, big big fan of him this year. He's been really good. Uh, 13.8K, still a nice price tag for him. I, he feels like he's just a safe, consistent guy. Don't know if he's got the upside to really win me a tournament in this spot, but, uh, you know, I, I have interest. I think it's a guy that you can go to. Uh, just don't know if it's the right slate for him. Uh, and then from here, uh, there are not a lot of ton of pitchers I like down here for the rest of them. There's some. Uh, I get Jason Vargas against Cleveland, pass. Patrick Corbin against Miami. I get the strikeout upsides there uh, just because Corbin can display that, but I'm not a big Corbin fan, to be honest. Corbin's just not a guy I like to roster. Uh, I get it. There is strikeout upside there that he can have, but I'm, you know, he's got a, he's just numbers. I, I don't like the numbers too much for him. So just a guy I think I'm going to end up passing on, but I, 
just not a lot, not a lot of love there for that spot. Matt Harvey, man, he uh, he is the uh, the the hero that the Metropolitans do not need. Uh, I, I'm a Met fan, and I hate Matt Harvey. I've not liked him for a while, and he's just not the same guy. Like uh, he's just a guy I think that we should not be playing. I mean, maybe maybe people fall into the trap of what he did last start against Pittsburgh and what he did against San Diego and like, oh, he's back. Like, no, Matt Harvey is not back if you look at the numbers. Just, you know, he, he had those good outings, you know, and you know, I'll just let let everyone, you know, take those and try and chase the points. I'm not chasing that. So Matt Harvey's a guy I definitely am not going to go to. The numbers are still not looking that great. Just a guy I don't think we should end up going to. Uh, Sierra is still 5.15. Um, he's not getting a ton of swing and misses. He's just like, oh, this is a guy yeah, I refuse to play even i'll let the price keep going down if the matchup is great and it's just pittsburgh's not a great matchup for strikeouts like people may think that because of the last start oh he had a great start let's put him in there for that price i just think it's unnecessary to go that cheap uh i you know jared eichoff against the giants i just don't see a lot of strikeouts there not enough upside for me andrew Triggs against the nationals that's a pass too there's just not enough upside uh against that nationals offense uh, I get they could swing and miss, but they're just too good of a hitting offense. I'm not going to attack that. Uh, then you got Mike Fulton-Nevitz in Cincinnati and Bronson Arroyo. Oh, woof! That is a that is that is going to be a bad combination for both uh, both pitchers in that small ballpark. So uh, definitely a spot that I will be passing on. Uh, the hitters are going to be great in that spot. So I like that as like a little game stack if you're you know thinking about throwing some game stacks together. Kyle Gibson uh, against uh, J.C. Ramirez. And Gibson is terrible too, and the LA offense doesn't strike out a ton. So. Uh, I think this that's going to end up being a game I just completely stay away from. There's not going to be a lot I love in that game. I'll just kind of pretend it's not on the slate. But uh, yeah, the Angels offense isn't explosive enough. And, uh, you know, they don't strike out a ton. So and Kyle Gibson is not good. Clayton Richard against the Colorado. Colorado's not as good against left-handed pitching. You know, there's a couple bats we have to be scared of, like a Mark Reynolds. Uh, you know, we should be scared of Arenado. But I don't mind going to a Clayton Richard. Don't think he's a terrible option for uh, that cheap price tag on fantasy draft at 10.4K where you need to roster two pitchers. Uh, I think you get get away with it. Uh, I think there is enough upside there against a Colorado offense that, you know, can struggle on the road and, you know, has historically struggled against left-handed pitching, uh, you know, with that, with tons of those uh, power guys, you know, they have a lot of lefties in that lineup. So you just got to dodge those righties that can scare, uh, you know, really scare you and in a bigger ballpark. It's a ballpark downgrade for them. I don't think it's a terrible way to go. Uh, then we got Christian Bergman, uh, Jose Urena, Arroyo, and Alec Asher. They're all not that good. Just guys we should target hitters against. Again, uh, tons of different pitching options, tons of different routes you can go. I'll just recap again, guys, that I kind of have some interest in. Uh, at the bottom, I know Clayton Richard. He's a guy I have a little interest in. Uh, I have interest in uh, Matt, not Matt Harvey. <laughs> I have interest in Garrett Cole. I uh, have interest in Jeremy Marquez. Um... Patrick Corbin, now stay away from, sorry. Uh, and then, yeah, so German Marquez, Jared Cole, just recapping here. Michael Pineda, Dallas Keuchel, Clayton Kershaw, Steven Strasburg. So, yeah, those are the guys I'm mainly looking at to target. Um, so, yeah, I think they are all very interesting options. But now let's go ahead over to the, uh, you know, the catcher position again on fantasy draft we don't have to play catchers but if you want to you can i just really don't unless it's like a great matchup like you know a gary sanchez in a great spot or a grand doll in a great spot but you can get them lower owned too that's another thing to keep in mind in tournaments say there's a great catching play on the slate 
you know, uh, like like a Gary Sanchez against Francisco Liriano, uh, that's a spot that we should like, you know, a ton. I don't think he'll be rostered really on fantasy draft, so that's a great spot for him. Interesting stat I saw on Twitter yesterday, Gary Sanchez is hitting 176 against left-handed pitching, which is absolutely crazy. I mean, he's been smashing right-handed pitching, but I don't expect that to continue, so uh, don't be scared to play Gary Sanchez against left-handed pitching. Like, uh, you know, it's one of those things where uh, I, I expect it to kind of regress back to the mean a little bit. You know, I expect as the season goes on for Gary Sanchez to hit better against left-handed pitching. He's not going to hit 176 all season. So uh, I like Gary Sanchez a ton. Just probably my favorite way to get exposure to the Yankees office. If I have the money, just the question is, will I have the money? Uh, Pretty tough to get that. So uh, yeah, that's kind of one of the things. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, I'm I'm always a fan of him in a spark with left-handed power against Jimmy Nelson. Uh, Nelson is I didn't mention him much in the pitching, but Nelson has pitched great this year. Uh, I'm, I'm just not probably not like the best spot to target for me. Um, I don't think it's, uh, you know, with all the Dodgers who are really good against right-handed pitching with tons of lefty power in the lineup, just not the best park for that. I mean, it's a really good park upgrade for the Dodgers. I think they're an interesting stack, especially if we can get into that Milwaukee bullpen. So, yeah, definitely don't think that's a terrible route to go. I like Grandal a lot. Uh, Alex Avila, he's a lefty. Don't think he'll be in there. So that Tigers lineup will be interesting. Uh, I'll be interested to see what they end up doing with the uh, two holes. They've been putting Alex Avila in there, and against a lefty, I doubt they do that. And Derek Holland. So I'd be on the lookout for that lineup. And if you uh, if you listen to me talk about uh, you know a lot of offenses and whatnot, I I, I always fall into the Tigers trap. Uh, I, they they made me some good money. Uh, last season, but this year it's you know been a little rough. But I'm, I think I'm going to just keep weathering the storm and fighting through. Uh, there's some good advanced stat data uh, on that. You know, they just been getting really unlucky. They're hitting the ball hard. I'm just going to keep riding it out. They're not going to be this bad for us this long. At least I hope not. So I'm just going to keep riding the Tigers. Uh, I think they're a good stack on this slate, but not Alex Avila, of course. I'm just going to be on the lookout for that lineup, and that'll help me make more decisions on that because I'm curious to see what they throw out there. Uh, wouldn't mind a you know a JT Ramuto. Uh, don't think uh, that's a terrible way to go. Uh, even like uh, if you wanted uh, against you Darvish, go Brian McCann or Evan Gaddis. Don't think that's terrible. Uh, terrible way to go just because uh, you know there's some power catchers that will be super under own. No one want to take him against a you Darvish. So don't think that's a terrible route to go. Uh, and um, Mike Zanino against Jake Odorizzi. Don't hate that. Mike Zanino is a guy uh, I read on uh, I read on uh, Twitter that he. Uh, he was having some issues with, uh, you know, swinging and whatnot. They sent him down to the minors and he figured he, he said he like got his home run swing back or whatever. He like worked through it in the minors and he really thought he got his home run swing back a little bit. And, uh, you know, he's just a cheap power option that I don't mind ever going to. So, uh, don't hate it. And he's been uh, hitting the ball a little better. Uh, hasn't really gotten the home runs, but he's getting tons of doubles. So, uh, you know, last three game, three doubles. So I think that's a good route we could end up going. Uh, but again, uh, you know, catcher. There's not a ton I love. Just be on the lookout for be on the lookout for lineups to see if you can get a cheap catcher in there, especially in cash games. If I'm playing Kershaw, uh, I want to try and get a cheap catcher if I can, like a Devin Mazzarocco. He's a guy that can be cheap on sites. So yeah, he's a guy that against Mike Fultonevich, I think that's a great spot for him. So just a good candidate for a cheap, uh, maybe a cheap home run. So just looking for those cheap home runs is something I'm going to try and do in my cash games and hope I can survive uh, with a cheap guy to just punt and, uh, you know, move on to the next position and get the bats that I really care about in my lineup. So, uh, and again, catcher, just fill in with your stacks. If you got three guys you like on a team, just throw in the catcher, you know, from the bottom of the order. Maybe you can get it with like a wraparound stack. Don't think that's a terrible route to go. Let's head over to the first base position. Uh, you know, of course, uh, always a big fan of first base. It's absolutely loaded. 
One of my favorite guys on the slate at the first base position, Joey Votto, you know, lefty against Mike Fultonevich. He's a great candidate for a home run, like him a ton today. He's going to be one of my favorite first baseman to roster. Uh, just an absolutely great spot for the uh, Reds. So have a ton of interest in that. Uh, Red stack is something I'm going to have. Gonna gonna look at very very heavily, especially with a 5.15 run total. Love seeing that from Vegas. They're very uh, high on them. So I, you know, he's one of the first basemen I love. Another first baseman I have a huge, I'm a huge fan of is Miguel Cabrera, 4.2K uh, against Derek Holland. Uh, let me pull it up now um, for the BVP truthers out there. Derek Holland, I'm pretty sure he was supposed to pitch last week against Detroit, and he uh, he got moved uh, or bumped because of like weather or something like that. I forget what it was, but. Uh, and the BVP is not crazy, but it's four for 11 with two homers. So if you're, you know, with four walks as well. So if you're a big BVP fan, uh, you know, that's more reason to play him. Um, so yeah, but Miguel Cabrera, you know, I don't, I don't think I ever have to talk into him when he's against the lefty. It's a great spot. I like him a ton on the slate. Uh, Chris Davis is a guy who's really heating up against, a, you know, Rick Porcello gives a ton of hard contact, two home runs in the last game. Don't mind going to Chris Davis at all. I think he's a good option that we can consider on the slate. Um, there's just there's tons of first basemen, uh, you know, that we could play. I, you know, it just depends on the site and depends on the pricing uh, for sure. It's just, you know, Tommy Joseph against Ty Blash. I like him. Uh, it's just absolutely loaded today at first base. So it's really going to be tough to make that decision. I would love to pay up for Alvaro Miguel Cabrera. Uh, just question is, will I be able to? Uh, Adrian Gonzalez, man, I don't man, I don't love him. He has not been that good this year. And there's opportunity costs, obviously, at first base. That's the one thing I worry about, right? But where you can get him cheap, if he's batting cleanup against uh, the Brewers, they have like a Dodgers have a run total and like around like four and a half. So, yeah, I mean, I don't hate that at all, especially maybe in tournaments if you're doing a Dodger stack, just a good way to save money. Yeah, Adrian Gonzalez is a great option to consider. So don't mind him at all. Uh, Matt Holiday, he can smash left-handed pitching. Francisco Liriano is terrible. Uh, you know, he's coming back from the DL, uh, I believe. I haven't seen him in a while, so I'm assuming it's from back from the DL. Uh, unless he pitched one that I missed maybe during a day game, but pretty sure he will not be, uh, you know, he will not be, uh, you know, spot on right away especially the walk the amount of walks that he can give up uh you know he can walk the first two guys on and then matt holiday goes yard <laughs> so matt holiday like him where you can get him cheap um but yeah i mean the first base is just absolutely loaded so many different plays to uh you know to talk about but my two favorite plays if i had to pick are definitely joey Votto and miguel cabrera and i like matt holiday as well as a cheaper ish option um, if I had to go even cheaper than that, like, yeah, Adrian Gonzalez, too. And there's just tons of guys. Uh, I know I'm, like, rambling on about all different plays, but those are kind of the guys I like a lot. Uh, also, like, going maybe one of the Boston bats, like Hanley Ramirez or Mitch Moreland. They're a good place, too, as well. So, yep, uh, that's mainly the first base vision. Let's head over to second uh, so I can talk about some of my plays over there. Second, never never really a huge fan of second. I think my cash game guy will be uh, Dixon Machado. I believe he'll bat lead off for the Tigers. Good tires exposure pretty much costs like the minimum on a ton of sites or super cheap. So, I mean, I like Dixon Machado a lot. He's a guy I think I'm going to look at. Don't mind going Starling Castro against Lariano. He'll be back in cleanup. I think that's a great spot for him. Then we have, uh, you know, Brandon Phillips. Uh, I don't like rostering Brandon Phillips, but where I can get him cheap against Bronson Arroyo batting second, I don't hate it. Uh, you know, or a Jose Peraza, maybe he bats towards the top lineup against Fulte Nevich. Don't think that's a terrible route that you could go. Uh, you know, second base is just going to probably look to be a spot where I try to save a ton. 
just not a lot of guys at the top that I'm uh, pretty much, you know, itching a roster. Uh, like, a, like, you know, if you look here at the top, some of the top guys, Brian Dozier, Daniel Murphy, Robinson Cano, Jose Altuve, they have good matchups, but there's not ones I love, especially like the Parkstar, and they're in uh, LA, they're in Oakland and Seattle, just parks that I don't love for home runs. Uh, you know, and then we have Altuve against Darvish, and I'm not trying to attack Darvish a ton, so... <clears throat> yeah, just not a spot I absolutely love for the, uh, you know, the second base position. Again, fantasy draft. We can play a lot of those first base when I liked and talked about instead. We don't have to play them. But yeah, the uh, second base position, just not not the biggest fan of uh, looking to punt in as much as I can with this spot just to try and get in guys. Oh, yeah. One more guy to mention. I I'm just mentioning just because he's still super cheap. And I know it's against Steven Strasburg, so it's probably a spot I don't want to go. But Jed Lowry over at FanDuel is still 2.4K, and the guy's mashing the ball. I don't know if this is the correct spot for it, but, man, that guy is still cheap. Again, I think Dixon Machado will bat leadoff, and he's going to be my cash guy, really. I've been kind of – whenever he's been batting leadoff, I've been throwing him in, and he just makes everything work. He just gets you that salary relief to get you in those bats that really help put you over the top and get you those home runs that you need in cash games. So, yeah, uh, I guess Dixon Machado is my top option just because of that. And like I guess I'm mainly a cash game guy, so that's why I look at a lot of guys like that. So, yeah, that's kind of my take on the, the second base position. Again, love love the Tigers today, and I'll be looking at that spot for sure. Uh, over to third base, though. Third base, uh, we have some good, good options to go to. I think you can go to Josh Donaldson. He's a guy who's been kind of heating up. And I know Pineda's been absolutely elite this year. I understand that, but he can give up the home run ball. And if he's going to give it up to anyone, I think Josh Donaldson's the guy. So uh, Donaldson, I don't mind, is like a interesting one-off that's going to be super low-owned. I don't think anyone will play him. And, you know, everyone was on him yesterday. He was like 40% owned on a four-game slate uh, at the third-base position. So I don't hate that at all. Uh, Nolan Arenado against a lefty. I, I think he's a great tournament one-off. You can just throw him in. Sure, he'll be under own. I just think it's a you know a good spot to go to him. Don't don't mind that at all. Uh, Nolan Arenado against a lefty is always a spot I have some interest in. Uh, again, uh, Nick Castellanos. Uh, he's only two point six k, and I could see him batting second against Nick Holland. Makes a ton of sense that the Tigers would go that route. I could totally see that. So if he's batting second for two point six k, could definitely see that being a you know a good cash game option to throw. And that's over at uh, Fanduel on DraftKings. Uh, yeah, he's like same price. Let me see Fantasy Draft as well. Um, thing is, at Fantasy Draft, like I said, I'll probably just play first baseman. Like that's just kind of how I I like to do it over there. Um, Third base position is not as loaded as I normally is for me, so I'm not not the biggest fan. Luis Valbuena is another cheap option you can go to. Uh, don't hate that uh, against Kyle Gibson, who gives him a ton of ton of home runs, ton of hard contact. Uh, just a lot of the expensive guys I'm not absolutely in love with, uh, like Nolan Arenado, uh, a ton though. I think he's the top option in the top tier. Uh, Manny Machado, uh, where you can get him cheaper, he's looked absolutely awful at the plate. I totally understand that. He he was, I think he got he went 0 for 5 against the Yankees uh, two days ago, and he had like four strikeouts or something insane, maybe three. It was just, he's looked awful at the plate. Uh, if you look at the game log, he has one, two, three, he's four zeros in a row. And then he got the 12.4. But man, if, if we can buy on Manny Machado and try to get ahead of the game against uh, Rick Porcello, I do not mind that at all. So he's definitely a guy I'm going to. Uh, be considering for sure. If you can get Mike Moustakis cheap against Josh Tomlin, uh, I don't hate that at all. I think that's an interesting route you can go. I like going uh, probably batting in the five hole, Eugenio Suarez. People probably won't play him. People just don't like playing Eugenio Suarez. I think he's a good guy that we could go, uh, especially since I definitely think I have a ton of interest in that red stack on the slate. So yeah, uh, he's, he's a route we can go to, but let's head over to the shortstop position. 
uh, looking at shortstop. Uh, Corey Seager, he's one guy that I'm going to absolutely love on this slate. Uh, where you can get him cheaper if you have the money to pay up for shortstop. That's just a question. If I'm putting in Kershaw, it might be tough to get him in my lineup. So uh, Corey Seager against Jimmy Nelson, I'm a big fan of him. He just hasn't really been hitting the home runs. Uh, that's the one thing I'm, I'm worrying about a little bit with him. I know he's not really a huge power guy, but man, this is the park to hit it out for him. So um, yeah, Corey Seager is one, one shortstop that I have a ton of interest in. Again, talking about the Reds again, Zach Kozart uh, batting second against Fulte Nevich. I think that's a good option you can go to. Uh, Alcides Escobar, if you need a troop, cheap shortstop uh, against Tomlin, I guess you could do it. Uh, I've been rostering him lately, more so against lefties, uh, against Josh Tomlin as a righty. Not, not a huge fan of it, but uh, you know, if you want cheap exposure to the Royals lineup and it helps you make your make your cash games work, uh, I understand going LCD's Escobar. I've done it uh, more so against lefties, but he's batting leadoff and Royals have a 4.56 uh, implied run total, so I, I get it. Uh, it's it's a route you can go in cash, but in tournaments, yeah, there's no chance I would do that. I also didn't mention uh, I like Francisco Lindor. I think he's a good option to play uh, against Jason Vargas, and that's just a spot that we should definitely look to uh, you know attack. So he's a good Cleveland exposure. Probably the my favorite Cleveland bat if I had to pick one uh, on the day. Uh, don't mind Didi Gregorius uh, even against a uh, even against Francisco Liriano. Uh, Didi's definitely like very showing the reverse what's numbers throughout his career so far, and I, I'm buying into it. Uh, he's a guy like even like a Brandon Crawford too. I, I don't mind taking these two guys against lefties. Uh, Crawford's not against a lefty today, but just a good example of it. Uh, but Didi Gregorius, man, even against a lefty, I'll take him against a lefty. He'll go super under owned in my Yankee stacks. If I'm going to Yankee stack. I think throwing Didi Gregorius is not a terrible idea. So, uh, you know, you can he normally bats around the uh, six or seven hole. Just a good way to round it out. And you can't uh, argue with his game logs. They've been pretty nice. He always looks like he's getting you something on the, recently. He's been hitting well this year. So uh, Didi Gregorius, even against the lefty, signed me up. I don't think it's a terrible option. Just the, he's been hitting well against lefties throughout his career. And I kind of am buying the reverse splits on that um, for sure. Um, the sample isn't huge there like everyone says but I'm, I'm buying in the sample now at this point so yeah Didi Gregorius I like him as an option uh, other than that yeah that's shortstop uh, again um, on fantasy draft I don't know if there's a ton of shortstops I'll end up playing like I said but if uh, you know I, I I like Corey Seager as my top guy if I had to pick one my favorite guy at shortstop it's Corey Seager just the question is do you have the money and uh, it's a spot that I wouldn't mind saving at uh, especially in your cash game so Oh, yeah, you can also save with like an Alan Cordoba against German Marquez. I know I like him, but if he's batting first and he's like the minimum on sites or close to the minimum, uh, don't hate having a leadoff guy there. So I wanted to mention that. Over to the outfield. Uh, outfield position, we have, uh, you know, tons tons of different options as always. Uh, I, I really like going to the Braves outfielders, those lefties against Bronson Arroyo. I haven't mentioned a ton of Braves. That's because there's not a ton I like at all the other positions. Uh, I mentioned Brandon Phillips, but man, uh, these outfielders, uh, Mark Kakis, Inciarte, and Matt Kemp, say you like the Braves stack, right? Uh, I don't mind just stacking up all of them, uh, Mark Kakis, Inciarte, and Kemp in tournaments, and you know, pair it with like a Brandon Phillips or something, or and a Tyler Flowers or Kirk Suzuki. Like, I think that's an interesting way to make your Braves stack. And you know, some sometimes I like to do this. Like, people just don't like taking all the same outfielders together so if you want to make you know a brave stack and make it different or whatnot again it's a 15 game slate and i don't think ownership's going to really matter uh well 14 games late but i don't think ownership's really going to matter a ton so 
uh, I always like doing that though, especially on like small slates. Like if I like yesterday, I didn't mind doing a Yelich, Ozuna, and Stanton together because if you do that combo together, um, you know. How many Marlins stacks are going to have that? I just don't think people are really comfortable putting in all the same outfielders from the same position. So that's just a strategy I like to do in tournaments that I think is interesting. So yeah, uh, I don't mind doing that. Marquecas and Enciarte, I like them a ton for cash games though against Arroyo. I think it's a good, good spot to target those uh those lefties for sure uh against a righty like bergman i don't mind tacking those some of those raised lefties just depends on their price tags and whatnot uh probably like kevin kiermaier the most if i want to get exposure just because he's cheaper on most sites uh not as priced up as like a Corey dickerson but man he's been absolutely mashing the ball a ton um i like seth smith too you know those orioles it's a cheap way to get cheap exposure to them i always like going seth smith he's a cheap option i i like playing and he's been hitting the ball better so he's a guy uh just a cheap way to go in cash games that i like and he's got some upside too as well on top of that so definitely someone that i would be considering on the slate uh, switch hitter Aaron Hicks, uh, another good way to get Yankees exposure if he's batting in the two hole. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he was batting that there. So uh, Aaron Hicks would not be a bad route to go with your Yankees stacks. Uh, the implied run total. Let me see what that is for them. Four point six six. I expect maybe it'd be a little higher. Maybe maybe it'll go up as the day. Uh, something to keep in mind, and I always like to mention is just watch the line movement throughout the day. Uh, that that can sometimes help me not help me pick an offense but give me more confidence in it and i'll just you know kind of add that into the equation of course so uh other you know he's another guy i can like uh, also again like we're trying to get trying to get some cheap cash game options and to get kershaw a uh, cole calhoun he's batting second against kyle gibson kyle gibson is not good so i like that a ton uh don't mind going adam jones against rick porcello adam jones is kind of you know he gets a lot better against right-handed pitching it seems uh so yeah i don't mind him he's been hot hitting a really good bat two home runs in his last game uh, i like him a ton against Derek Holland, i'm a big fan of going the uh, tigers uh going um you know jd martinez if you have the money i love paying up for him think he's a really good option uh upton to justin upton uh you know where you can get him cheap i'm sure he's still cheap in places i know he like had a quad injury but he said he was fine so I'm just going to believe him. He said it's not not a big deal at all. Uh, I think he just went out for precautionary reasons. Uh, he says he'll be fine. So hopefully he's in the lineup. I think they'll need him just because with Alex Avila out, man, that, that lineup could just get really watered down. So uh, if Upton's not in the lineup, oh, man, that lineup could then be really ugly and it's not a ton of bats I would love completely. But, yeah, just keep an eye out on that. Always like getting him in spots where you can get him for cheap. For some reason, Upton normally is cheap on a ton of sites. So, don't mind going him i also like again i've talked about the reds but the outfield combo of uh of uh adam duvall scott shebler uh i like them a ton you know for cheap power options think they are a good play for sure uh you know again like i said with those braves right you know you could pair joey Votto with all those reds outfielders if you're worried it's going to be super chalky you know you're already different doing it that way and uh yeah against mike fulton evitz you know that's a good good route to go so um, billy hamilton of course you know he's always got stolen base upside and if he's against a catcher like a kirk suzuki uh, he's not that good at holding runners on so that can help him out a ton mike fulton nevitz isn't a guy that we want to target a ton with stolen bases but uh you know 
hey, it's a, uh, it's, it's something, uh, if it's Suzuki back there, that can help, uh, help out a ton. And Billy Hamilton is just super fast. So obviously, uh, you know, something to consider. Uh, then we got a uh, Mookie Betts. Uh, don't mind going him if I had to take a Boston bat. I like him against Asher. Uh, ben Intendi, he he could be in the lineup. I don't know. He's like been slumping. I think like the manager like sat him because he was slumping. So I don't know what they're going to end up doing with him. Maybe they give him another rest day. But against Asher, don't think that's a bad route to go. And if you're getting him for cheap in tournaments, don't mind doing that at all. Uh, but as always, man, outfield is absolutely loaded. Uh, we could also have an Andrew Romine, too, if he's batting first instead of Dixon Machado. That's another cheap option. But outfield is loaded. Uh, one of those things just on a, especially in cash games and even in tournaments, you know, if you're looking for a stack, there's going to be some cheap outfielders that come into play that you just kind of can get to help get your top tier pitching in. I think it's going to be important to take one of these top pitchers, take a Kershaw, take a Strasburg, uh, you know, a Keiko, Darvish, just all these top guys. I think it's going to be important. Garrett Cole, Pineda, just, I think it's going to be important to get at least one of them, of course, in tournaments, maybe two. So we want to get some cheap guys, and outfield is a good way to do that, maybe to get some cheap top of the order guys. So just be on the lookout for that. Tons of different guys to like on this slate. Uh, normally on my uh, weekend grind podcast, I give you a stack of the day, uh, you know, a stack that I like a ton, my favorite stack. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Cincinnati Reds. I'm a big fan of them today. Um, I think you guys would have guessed it was the Tigers because I talk about them a lot, but uh, I think it's going to be the Reds today. I think I have a lot of belief in them. Uh, they're their team I'm going to target, I think, a lot in my tournaments. I think this is a good spot for Fulton Nevis to kind of get blown up a bit. So uh, for me, it's going to be uh, the Cincinnati Reds. But also the Tigers are a close second. just depends on the lineup uh, with them. Uh, I, I have a little worries about what the lineup could look like depending on Upton and the injury, but uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, uh, those are my two stacks that I like the most on this slate at the time. But be on the lookout, like I said, for the line movement for Vegas stuff. Be on the lookout for uh, what lineups they put out there. You know, see what, see how many lefties and righties are in there against which pitcher. Just stuff like that. Always take note of that, and uh, you know, because that, that can affect a ton of stuff. But. I uh, just want to do a uh, thank uh, Dan Bach again for uh, letting me fill in for him. I uh, wish him luck at the uh, at Vegas. Uh, you know, a uh, bunch of us have been in Vegas before. We know uh, we know how much of a good time it can be. So best of luck to DB in Vegas. Uh, and uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. Again, it is at T R A V I S M A N G O N E. Uh, give me a follow over there if you have any questions on the slate. I'm always pretty available to ask. Just uh, send me send me uh send me questions kind of earlier you know once we get to like six o'clock to seven you can shoot me a question if i get to it sure but uh you know it's one of those times where i'm sure you guys are busy with your time as well and trying to make decisions and whatnot but if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me there and again thanks a lot for listening and uh play some fantasy draft uh, head over there and give it a uh, try if you haven't played we have some uh you know we have some great stuff in the uh you know just sign up through our uh our links uh, i think it's like roto grinder zip but just head on the site and check that out again uh, thanks for listening and uh, i'll talk to you guys on the weekend grind check that out this weekend pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like dewalt and little giant we stock the largest in-store selection of dewalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. The end. Mommy, let's read another. 
every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the Children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.